Today's show is pre-recorded. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Yeah, I do. Man, God is good. Hey, uh, today I just want to get right to it because this has really been uh, pressing me. Uh, I woke up and this was on my mind and I wanted to share it with you because I know this for a fact. See, I've, I've lived this for a fact. I. Uh, and, and, you know, uh, the majority of things I talk about in the morning uh, before we get started with the regular show is something that I've experienced. I, I can only tell you what I know. And so I've really, really understood why God has uh, had my life go the way that it's gone. Uh, because if I didn't have all these tests in my life, I didn't have all these tests that I passed, all these tests that I failed, if I didn't have all of those, the good and the bad, what could I share with you in the morning? What could I tell you about hanging? What could I tell you about failing and then winning? What could I tell you about hanging in there when all hope was gone? How, how could I share that with you unless I've had those moments myself? I don't care what happens to you. I don't care what you're going through. Don't you dare, dare give up. Under no circumstances. Don't you dare, dare ever give up. It is the biggest trick that the enemy has is making us think we ain't going to make it to uh 
water down the illusion that there's a possibility that you might still have a chance to get over. The biggest trick he uses is when you make a mistake and you fall, he gets you to start to thinking it's final, that there is no resurrection, there is no redemption, there is no recovery. He just makes you think it's final. He is the master deceiver. Don't you dare, dare ever give up. I don't care what besets you, befalls you, trips you up, what circumstantial situations may arise. Don't you dare, dare ever give up. Because listen to me, these are tests that you are going through. And these tests, whether you pass the test or it appears that you failed the test, the test accomplishes the mission if you're smart about it. If you pass the test, let's say you're going through a situation and you get over and it goes the way you want it to do, then what you've learned is if you hang in there, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, okay? Mission accomplished. If you fail the test and it doesn't go the way you want it, and it goes the opposite, and it turns out into a negative result, and the response you were looking for is a no. That's not final. That doesn't mean it's over. That doesn't mean it's time to turn back. It simply means that now you have learned a valuable experience. You have learned a valuable lesson. You now know what not to do. You are now, because you know what not to do, another step closer to getting it right. Listen to me. It has to happen this way. You have to have the rain in your life to get the flowers in your life. You got to have the darkness in your life to appreciate the sunshine in your life. You got to have woes and worries to appreciate the joys. It is merely a test. So when you get through failing and you get through stumbling and you get through messing it up, all that's getting you one step closer to getting it right. Oh, my relationship ended. I'll never be able to find another person like that. Not only will you not be able, well, not only will you be able to find a person like that, you can find a person that far better than that if you don't give up. But see, sometimes you got to go through the bad ones to get to the good ones. Don't you dare, dare ever give up. I don't care what happens to you. If you lose a loved one, and Lord knows I've lost some people I've loved dearly with every inch in me. I've lost my mother, my father, my brother, and my best friend. I don't know. I know people who have lost their children. Goodness, man, I can't even imagine that. But they kept on going. What you giving up for? Oh, I got you, miss them, and I got you grieving. But I got news for you. Don't you let the devil make you think it's over for you because somebody else ain't still here. It was their time. 
Now, I'm not trying to lessen the blow for you, but I'm trying to get you up on your feet so you can stop all this, oh, woe is me, because the things that's happening to you, you're not the first person that's happened to. Come on now, let's get a grip. Let's wrap your mind around this thing. You have got to move forward if it's just in memory of those people. I was on one of the commercial breaks the other day, and somebody asked me uh, something, and I forgot the question, but my answer was, I've always wanted my mother and father to be proud of me. And in their absence and their demise, I'm hoping just somehow, man, that they watching me, that they see their boy, that I'm down here, that I'm doing better, that I'm making something about myself, that I'm loving my wife, that I'm taking care of my kids. I just want my old man to see that about me. You know, I want my mother to see. I'm trying to get my life together over here. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be a better person. My mama was a Sunday school teacher for 40 years. She's been praying for me for a long time. I just hope, man, and that's all I'm doing, is just hoping that they see me so they can be proud of me. See, you, 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 you got to understand that when you make these mistakes, that when you fall and stumble and you get it all so wrong, it ain't over for you. Don't you dare, dare, dare ever give up. Don't stop thinking, man, because it ain't happening just the way you want it to, that it ain't meant to be. Devil, he got so many tricks to deceive you. You know why you're being tested right now? Because there is no testimony without the test. You got to go through something. It's all good, man. Telling you. Just wanted to share that with you. Don't you give up out there. I don't care what's happening. Don't, 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 don't get deceived. The victory's coming. But you ain't going to get it if you quit. Hang on, y'all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, please spread your hands. Bring them together in rapid succession. That is called applause. The Steve Harvey Morning Show deserves a round of applause. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So I don't know. You're too kind. <laughs> come on now. Stop it. Oh, come on now. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Boy, boy, y'all need to go ahead on now. <laughs> In the words of Frankie Beverly, oh, bless your heart now. <laughs> Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. Good morning. Carla Pharrell. Good morning. What's up, crew? Hey, Steve. Hey, what's up, Junior? Morning, Unc. Morning, everybody. Got some information for you today. Okay. Nephew Tommy King of Pranks. Yes, sir. In the building. Welcome back. Well, Shirley, we didn't really tell Junior what happened yesterday, so while he was gone. So why don't you go ahead and tell him? Now, why are you putting me in this? Wow. This is supposed to be off the air. Well, Junior, off the air. Junior, Junior, Cheryl said the reason you weren't here last week was because uh, you were with her. You guys spent Valentine's what? Day together. She put yeah. it on you. Who? Yeah, yeah. Who yeah. was with who? You, you couldn't you make couldn't, it. You couldn't function. I couldn't yeah. function. Yeah. That's what she said, Cheryl Underwood. You oh, was laying around somewhere as a babbling idiot. 
<laughs> me and Cheryl Underwood, y'all, y'all really believe that? Yeah. Well, we well, did. She, she was very convincing. How was it, Junior? How, how much fun did y'all have, man? Tommy, I wasn't with Cheryl. I was down there with you. I was stuck. Oh, now she, she lying. Now she. Yeah, she lying. <laughs> y'all know. Mm. With. Come on now, for real. My I've team. Y'all gonna really throw me under the bus time. like this? Did y'all do? Mm-mm. Bro, you under the you. bus. He said it was rose petals all over the room. <laughs> you yeah, was tickling was her with a feather, and you know it, it was a lot going on, man. I'm just trying to tell you, she, she, she laid it out. She laid out the whole evening, man. Very romantic, Junior. How did you get all the honey off your body, Junior? All the honey. Honey yeah. remover. What did he use? He said she got some local honey and put it all over you or something like that. It's, and rose petals were sticking to you. I I'm just asking. Witness. I'm just trying to tell you what she witnesses. was saying. People didn't see where I was. I, how am I going to do that? Okay. Steve, you have you have some more information. Go ahead. You brought it up. Some more information. <laughs> At this, this ain't enough? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there was some serious physicality going on, if that's what she's referring to. <laughs> so... Actual, yeah, but uh, that's not my business. Thanks that happened. I didn't <laughs> want to throw you in there nothing. Good, good morning, Junior. Good morning, but I'm going to talk to Sharon. We can't have this out here. Oh, okay. All right, listen, coming up in 32 minutes. Hey, you're making it sound like you was trying to keep it on the low low. We can't handle this out here. You need to watch what you say, partner. No. Coming up that in 32 minutes right. after the hour, guys, uh, we're going to ask the CLO, the Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey is in the building and ready as always. This one, CLO, is from Halima in Canada. She says, I'm 37 years old and I've been married for three months. Recently, my husband told me he has a family across town. He arranged for me to meet his other woman and her young son. She said they've been together for many years and she does not believe in marriage, so she gave him her blessing to marry me. He says he's totally in love with me and wants me to be okay with all of this, meaning I have to understand he has other obligations. Do I throw my future away with him or try to make this work out? What? Wait a minute. What? Hold, hold, hold on, lady. <laughs> Throw your future away. With him. You you just got in the you just got in the plans. Did you not hear him say that he's had this family for quite some time? Now he kept it from you until he got you to marry him. Then he wants you to meet his entire family cross town. Hmm. Now you saying are you gonna throw your future away with him? What future are you referring to? Really? At, at three months. At three yeah. months. I mean, <laughs> I mean, well, this I mean, is. You, she didn't know this was going. No, on. I understand she didn't yeah. know. Yeah. Which the deception alone. Exactly. Is crazy. Yeah. But then to you gonna have to understand and go along with it. No, you get presented that option before you say sure. I do. Yeah. Right. Mm. You don't deceive me, marry me. And then present me with this option. That's cold. Hold up, dog. You cr- that's crazy. Yeah, that's you know, three up. months. Yeah. You in the you know you in the realm of annulment territory. You ain't even got to get a divorce. This is an annulment. Yeah. Hello, hello. That's never happened. This marriage never. No, existed. seriously. This is annulment territory. You should get a lawyer, sister. Mm-hmm. Don't don't put yourself. Up. 
If you bite on this piece of the pie right here, I promise you it's some more pie. Oh, mm-hmm. way more. I give yeah. you my. This is the piece that he done told you about. Yeah. It's more pie than this. Once you yeah. start tasting it, and then he see you can swallow that, you ain't gonna believe what the next spoonful gonna have <laughs> yeah. on it. Yeah, right. The That's next right, Cielo. Walk, walk away, Halima. Dog, Eat out. my. Yeah, you out for real. Dog, yeah, back. The next right, moving on. Mm-hmm. The next piece terrible. of pie is the meeting. Man, you don't even understand. <laughs> All right, Mel in Raleigh, North Carolina says, for my 50th birthday, uh, my four girlfriends threw me a sleepover at a hotel. We kicked off the party with massages in the room. We had two young black male masseurs come to the room, and they told us to get naked and lie face down in one bed. They got naked, too. You can only imagine what went down in that bed after they rubbed us down. It was all good. This was two weeks ago, and one of the girls called me and said she feels bad about it and wants to tell her husband. We're all married, by the way, but she's the only one tripping. How can we keep her quiet? Oh, they got Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. This real housewives. Hold on. Hold on, Mel. I need to be a masseur. Now, hold Let me ask y'all a question. Mel is a dude. No, Mel's a girl. Yeah, she says for her 50th. Mel, for my 50th girlfriend, for my 50th birthday, my girlfriends threw me a sleepover. Oh, okay. Uh huh. Yeah. So I thought it was a dude named Mel and he got four girlfriends. Okay. No, that's what threw me off. I was okay. looking at this like, oh, my God. Okay, so Mel is a girl. She got four girlfriends. They had invited over for a sleepover. They had two male masseuse, told y'all to get naked and lay on your stomachs, and then they got naked, too. That's five butt-naked ladies, Steve. And, and you guys. can only imagine what went down in that bed after they rubbed us down. So now, one of her girlfriends want to tell her husband. Two weeks later, yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. About it. When she tell her husband, what do she think going to happen? Right. You think ah. he going to go looking for the masseuse? I doubt it. No. 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 Come on. Or is it your fear that she's going to tell who all was in there yes. and he going to tell all y'all's husbands? Yes. 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 Because yes. if yes. y'all girlfriends... Maybe the dudes, maybe y'all do stuff together as couples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Mel wants to know how can they keep her quiet? Kidnap her. <laughs> you got to tie her up somewhere. All I can tell you is it's going to have to have something to do with ass whooping. That's all I got. But we don't promote violence on this show. Y'all got to do an intervention. Y'all got to get her and set her down and go, okay, heifer, listen to me. Have you lost your ever-loving mind? You can't tell. Do you understand what this does to yours and everybody else's that gets in jeopardy? Now, we all made a pact that we was going to do this, and what none of the conditions was after we get through doing this, let's tell. And she can't go around the house acting crazy and and making her husband suspicious either, even if she doesn't Close your damn mouth. All you got to do is not participate no more. This ain't the time to confess. What have I told y'all about this thing called truth? I done told y'all it's overrated. How many times I got to tell y'all? Quit trying to know the truth all the damn time. It ain't no time for the truth. The truth is overrated. Shut your damn mouth. Cat is to your grave. Take it to the grave. Me and Junior will start masseusing very soon. But you can... 
Junior can start masseusing. Your yeah. ass can't can. start nothing. <laughs> Next question, Shirley. His I said, huh? ass. Me and Junior gonna start. start Junior, go ahead, Shirley. This All right, is fun. trying to hustle uh, some side money, man. Okay, this cool. This is from Fader, Favor in Bradenton, Florida. I'm 30 and I met the finest woman I've ever seen at the gym. We exchanged numbers. And I hugged her before we walked off. I called her later that night, and she said she was turned off by how musty I was. Granted, I shouldn't have tried the hug, but it was just a little sweat. She hasn't answered any of my calls since then. Is there a way to fix things with her? No, see, Favor, you left her with the wrong flavor. (laughs) See, (laughs) Favor, flavor was nasty. (laughs) You stink too damn much. You need to go to the hospital, get you checked out. <laughs> what, what was on you? <laughs> you got right. nothing for you. Listen, thank you, CLO. Coming up next, Nephew Tommy's Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, some trending national news. Uh, Stevie Wonder says he's moving to Ghana. Ghana, okay? Plus, we're going to tell you about Lionel Richie's young, young girlfriend. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. Right can I now, ask though. You a question? Yes, you can. I know what you're finna say. How young? <laughs> I know what no, you're finna well, say. No, when Stevie said he was moving to Ghana, my question uh-uh. was. How, <laughs> how, how he gonna <laughs> know he there? I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Shout out to Stevie Wonder. We love you, Stevie. (laughs) Stevie, I can take your ass up to Harlem. I can fly you around for about 18 hours. And when I tell you, you right there. (laughs) Shout out to my dog, Stevie Wonder. Somebody send this to him, too. He need this in his day. K-J-L-H. Right now, the nephew's here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff? We're going to switch it up. We're not going to run that prank back. We're going to run this one right here called Lent. This is Lent. Okay. Lent. Let's go, Cat. Hello? Hey, I'm trying to reach Dorsey. Yeah, this is he. Who is this? This Cliff, man. I work at the post office with your wife. How you doing, brother? I'm doing all right. Everything cool? Yeah, everything good, man. Everything good. Um, Like I say, uh, my name is Cliff, man. I wanted to reach out and holler at you about a couple of things if you, if you got a minute. You got a minute? Yeah, is everything all right with my wife? Is something wrong or something? No, 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 no. Your wife good, man. Your wife good. I wanted to hit you up, man. We've been working at the post office quite a while. We've probably been in the same room a few times, man. I don't know if you, you remember meeting me or not, but... Uh, oh, okay, okay. But what I wanted to say, man, is is uh, trying to do better with my life, dog. And, you know, just just trying to do better. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, for, for Lent, man, I, I gave up a few things. You know what I'm saying? I, I just thought that would be a, a, a good thing, man, to try to... The, the things that matter the most... Uh, that you're addicted to, you know, you want to get rid of. You know what I'm saying? At least for Lent is what I'm trying to do. You feel me? Okay. I'm kind of confused, but what that what they got to do with me? Well, basically, man, I'm, 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 I'm giving up for Lent. You know, I decided to give up uh, messing around with your wife, you know, because, because. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, man. Hold on, man. I'm at work. I don't know what you talking about, but back up and rephrase everything you just said. Well, like I say, man, for Lent, I'm trying to I'm trying to give up stuff that I'm that I'm addicted to, you know. And I decided. Okay, but well, what that got to do with me and my wife, though, and you? Well, that's what I'm trying to tell you, man. I'm trying to give up messing around with your wife for Lent. I mean, that's what I have given up. I've given up messing around with your wife for Lent. Man, what the 
talking about, man? Messing around with my wife, man. I ain't got no time for no games right now. Who the is this, man? Like I what's, say, your, this what's, your, what's your name again? This is Cliff, man. I, I actually work with her for the last 10, 12 years. But but what I wanted to really let you know is, you know, her schedule probably going to change because what we used to be doing, we ain't doing, so she's probably going to be coming home a little bit earlier or things like that. But I don't, I don't want you getting addicted to it because, you know, after Lynn is over, then, you know, we'll be back what we used to do. Man, what the is you talking about, man? Hold on. My, my wife's going to be home in a minute. We're going to talk about all this shit with me, man. I'm about to Hold on, what, what, are you, are you in the city right now? Can I, can I meet with you right now? Cliff, right? Okay, okay, but what I'm, what I'm trying to say, well, like I'm saying, I'm trying to do better, you know, I'm, I gave up. You trying to do little... better? That sound like a bunch of <laughs> to me. I got something for you and my wife, this is true. Okay, 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 man. I mean, ain't you feeling me though, I'm trying to do better though? I ain't feeling the thing you calling me, telling me my wife. I think we need to meet up and talk about this face-to-face, Cliff. Uh, what you think? I mean, we, we can talk right now if you want to have a conversation. Nah, nah, nah. You just uh, tell me your address, and uh, me and my wife finna just come on over there. How about that? And we, we all sit down and have a little powwow. I don't know who the think you is, man, but me and my wife been together over 15 years, and we ain't never had no problems with no like this. Like the you telling me on this phone, it sound like a bunch of crazy to me, but somebody net gonna today if this is true. So what you need to do, you need to tell me your name, your number, and I don't know why you call from this block phone number. You hear me? Hey man, I'm hearing you, man. I, what I'm saying, the reason for the call was to let you know, you know, don't get used to her schedule because after Lent, it's gonna be back to the way it used to be. That's all the phone call. Man, what the is you talking about? Well, get no, nah, nah. Well, what's your, what's your, what's your, what's your last name, Cliff? I'm finna come find you. I'm finna come see you now, Jack. My name is Cliff. Like I say, I work at the Cliff. and I work at the post office. With so okay, well, how come you call from a block number, Cliff? What's your phone number, man? Hey, 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 man. Listen, I'm not trying to have no confrontation with you, man. It's already a confrontation. You can call my phone from a block number. I don't know you. You don't know me, and you telling me you've been my wife. Are you serious? Did you know she was married? Well, I mean, what you mean? Did you know she was married? Yes or no? I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I knew she was married. Okay, well, there it is. You knew that from the jump, so that means you've been disrespecting me from the jump. So now I got to get in your now. You just been told off on yourself. So irregardless, I'm coming to see you today, Jack. Hey, and, and my name ain't Jack, man. My name Cliff. But you're not. Hey, I'm not. Okay, well, look here, like Cliff. I, said, I don't have no. Huh? I'm not trying to have no confrontation. I just wanted you to be aware of the schedule. Yeah, okay. I'm definitely aware <laughs> now, Cliff. Who the hell is you, hey, man? Hey, man. Another thing, man. Is I want to say this here. Like I, I know, I know your tattoo on uh, your name on her lower back. I seen that. Uh, it say Dorsey what? right there. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on, man. You telling me you didn't seen the tattoo on her back? Is that what you tell oh, me? On her lower back, man, right, 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 right on above her tailbone. Yeah, I seen it. Dorsey, your name Dorsey, right? Man, who the f- is this, man? What's your real name? Hey, man, hey, dog, calm down, man. Are you are you cool with the now, schedule change? Calm down. You call my phone. Are you cool with the schedule changing? Is what I'm asking. What? Are you cool with her schedule changing? You see what I'm saying? Her schedule gonna come back to normal. Once Lent is over with, I gave up messing around with her for Lent, but not for him. I'm not cool with a thing. I'm about to be cool in your face in a minute. Now tell me your name, tell me your number, and your real address, and we're going to talk about all this in person. Okay. 
All right, what, what, my name, what's your name? My, uh, I'm a, my name Tommy, man. Okay, now we getting somewhere. Tell me what? I mean, they, I mean, why you need my last name? Because I'm finna come see you. What you mean, why I need your last name? Hold on, hold on. Somebody get Angie on the phone. Hey, hold on, don't go nowhere. We finna get Angie on the phone right now, and we gonna settle this right now. Hold on. Get on the phone. Call her. Call her. For real. Yeah. Tommy, who? What you scared of? Okay, man, they call me Nephew Tommy. Oh, who? My name Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> what? Oh, hell no. <laughs> she done set me up, man. Man, your wife got me to prank call you, man. She texted you, said, I, left, I just left the house. Call him now. Oh, that's why I ain't answering the phone. <laughs> It was over for you, man. Y'all, come on, man. Y'all wrong for this, man. This need to be against the law, man. Hey, man, I got to ask you, baby. What's the baddest radio show in the land, man? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and Your national edge, news. Boy. Nephew. Play too much. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, happy Black History Month, everyone. Yes. Uh, Yeah, happy Black History Month. We're still in it. We're still in it. It's not over yet. We're still black. Yeah, Yeah, we're still black. 365 days of the year. Of the year. (laughs) I got 64 years of black history. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Stevie Wonder says he's leaving America for good. I ain't mad at him. Yeah, apparently Stevie says he's tired of the racial injustice and he plans to live out the rest of his days in Ghana. Take a listen to Stevie Wonder told Oprah about his decision. Uh, I promise you, if you do the right thing, I'll give you this song. I'll give it to you. You can have it. Because I want to see this nation smile again. Oh. And I want to see it before I leave to travel to move to Ghana. Because I'm going to do that. You're going to move permanently to Ghana? I am. You are? Why? Because I I, I don't want to see my children's children's children have to say, oh, please like me. Please, please respect me. Please know that I'm important. Please value me. What kind of is that? Ooh. He put it out there, didn't he? You know, on a serious note, you know, Ghana, the president of Ghana has issued a uh, some special uh, opportunities for African Americans who want to move to Ghana. Mm-hmm. They make housing provisions. They have tax allotments. They have a, a, a huge incentive package that they've created for African Americans. Uh, I've been to the president of Ghana's home. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my good friends is uh, very heavily involved in Ghana. Well, he lives there. He's one of the top businessmen over there. And uh, it's something that... Um, it's definitely a place that uh, Marjorie and I have looked at a home there yeah. and Botswana. Uh-huh. Uh, those are the two places that we thought about a home. She also looked at Joburg. Uh, and it's something that we're definitely going to do is to own property and land in Ghana. And uh, the, ad- the, the uh, advantage of waking up in Africa for me, mm-hmm. and I wish every African-American could go see it, is to wake up and for the first time in your life not be a minority. 
Mm. Uh I'm talking about everywhere you go. Uh You are the majority. And Uh unless you've had that refreshing feeling that when the police pull you over in Ghana, it is to stop you from something you did. Mm -hmm. And they're not going to shoot you. Uh And you can live your life in peace. Now, I ain't saying it's crime-free, because it's Mm -hmm. not. Mm -hmm. But, man, they got some beautiful homes over there, some beautiful land. It's it's amazing. It is not the picture of the propaganda picture that America has painted Africa to be. If you go to Joburg, it's like New York City smaller. The food is exquisite. The homes are amazing. Mm -hmm. And because of apartheid, a lot of the whites built these homes in certain districts with large walls and towers to keep the blacks out doing mm-hmm. doing the changeover for apartheid and to just keep the blacks out, period. Well, a huge number of blacks own those homes now. Wow. <laughs> nice. A wow. huge mm-hmm. number. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, they live in their best life over there. Now, does the country have some problems? Yes. Mm-hmm. But ain't America Ooh, got some? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I ain't Racism. mad at Stevie. It's mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. Okay. I'm definitely working with the uh, Tourism Board of South Africa to do a trip mm-hmm. that I'm going to do through this radio station, this mm-hmm. radio show. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take a large constituencies of black contingents or whatever the word is. Mm-hmm. A lot of people. I was gonna say, just say a lot of people. You know, I was trying to sound, you know, yeah. you know, brighter, but you he know, said I, large I constituent. You taking voters? Yeah, <laughs> them too. Them too. Yeah, hey, Junior. Hey, we never Junior. leave our voters. You know what I'm saying, hey, I'm just voters. Hey, Junior, be careful. I know the word was wrong. You know, I, I didn't know if it was constituents or contingencies or, you know, immigrants. I ain't know what to call Immigr- it. Immigrants. <laughs> Just say people, man. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah. But I'm going to get with the tourism board and do it. You know, and I'm going to take a lot of people over there so they can see. Because it's amazing, man. So I ain't mad at Stevie. Congratulations. Nice. All right. All right. Well, uh, moving on in other entertainment news, Lionel Richie, who is uh, 70 years old, 71 years old, is uh, and his girlfriend, who is in her 30s, um, she speaks four languages, including French, German, and English. Um, yeah. Bet that uh, ain't what attracted him to it, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, go ahead, though. According to Heavy.com, Lionel and Lisa are not rushing to tie the knot, and she says she doesn't need a piece of paper to validate her relationship. Some of you will remember uh, back in the 80s during Lionel's first marriage to Miss Brenda Ritchie. Uh, remember when she caught Lionel cheating that time? Yes. And uh, she went to the woman's apartment, busted them, kicked, I mean, she, she beat Lionel Richie down. <laughs> she really did. She beat him down. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, she got arrested everything. She yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah, she did. Remember that? Wow. Yes. That was all everywhere before social media. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's the story about, though? with the new girl. That he's marrying, I, I mean, that he's with a, a 30-year-old woman and he's 70. 40 years younger, difference. 40-year like age yeah. difference. Yeah. 40 he years. dancing on the ceiling. He dancing on the ceiling. <laughs> All night long. Uh-huh. <laughs> All night. Well, I don't know about that at 70, but... Lionel yeah. look good, you know. <laughs> yeah, he looks great. Yeah, he does. He, yeah, he really well. does look great. Well, I, guess if I, I guess if I ain't gonna get married no more, I'm gonna go out swinging. But I, I, I really, I really... 
First of all, I don't know no young woman want me, so I got to stop doing all that. <laughs> all right. Uh, I got to get somebody up. old. Hell. <laughs> Junior with another poem coming up. All this old-ass music I like. You be sitting up there. Man, <laughs> At 20 minutes after the hour, we'll be right back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, get ready. Our resident poem, Junior, is here with another new poem. Is this two days in a row? Yeah, two days Why? in a row, wow, sir. Junior? Two Why? days. That poem was whack. The well, worst. I missed it yesterday. Did. Don't worry about Tommy, it. Tommy, no, it was you a belated didn't. Valentine's Day <laughs> poem. Just a belated Valentine's yeah. poem. But well, this poem. Can't go nowhere but up from here, so let's hear it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, well, here it is. See, this poem is about a lot of things that went on last week while we were in Houston. Um, Who a lot of we? people, you know, we was in Houston, you know, like the people in Houston. We was in Houston and uh, the city of Houston. We was stuck with a lot of oh, people. okay. This ain't got stuck with a lot of people. Cheryl. Okay. Nah, well, you nah, keep saying uh, stuck with a lot of people. That's what she said. <laughs> so, you know, okay. power out. You know how that go. Family coming over. So now you stuck with a lot of people in the house that you don't like. So oh. here is the poem. Okay. The title of it is Stuck in a House with Folks I Don't Like. No. <laughs> Genius. Yeah, here it is. Stuck in a house with folks I don't like. My sister, my mama, and my weird cousin Mike. Put stuff in the fridge, come back, and it's gone. Nobody talking because they're all on the phone. Toilet paper disappearing right before my damn eyes. I think my Aunt Mildred because she's the biggest size. Fighting oh. over the TV and what we should watch. My Uncle Henry's constantly digging in his crotch. So maybe next year to the, so maybe next year to the fight is snowed in. I'm going to take my tickets to Cancun like Ted Cruz and them did. The end. <laughs> I just ain't going to be in here with y'all. Tired of going to the fridge and then where is my sandwich? Did you eat? Because you're used to living by yourself, Junior, yeah. right? No, Yo, you yeah. in this house. We got to argue what we going to watch on TV. I can't watch 12 Hours of Gunsmoke. I don't know nobody on this damn show. <laughs> hey, Junior. And I know Junior. all of them. Junior. Yeah. <laughs> When my father-in-law come to visit, huh. and, you know, he can't hear that good because uh-huh. Pop 86, he watched the Western Channel. Let me tell you something, man. The TV be up so loud. <laughs> you hear those gunshots? I thought them damn Indians was coming across the backyard. <laughs> TV be up. Oh. Man. But the cold thing is, back, back then, yeah. my father-in-law... The whole time he pulled for the Indian. It's the <laughs> funniest thing. The Dog, he just like my daddy, man. <laughs> boy, they used to pull for them Indians. Man. I said, boy, these dudes, yeah, they mad about some stuff that happened to them. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, stuck in that house with people you don't like, man. I'm telling you. Hey, man, I turned my father on to the movie Shaka Zulu uh-huh. when uh-huh. he was living. My daddy watched that about eight times one month. <laughs> Wow. Boy, boy, right here. Boy, he killing that here. Watch this here. <laughs> He's about watch this here. Watch this here. Boy, <laughs> they hide like behind the hill right there. They don't even see his ass. All right. Thank you, Junior. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, a high school football player apologizes for trash talking Cam Newton in a viral video. We'll talk about this right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
What is going on? Now listen to this. A Pennsylvania high school football player was seen on video trash-talking Cam Newton, and now he's apologized to Cam after the video went viral. It happened at a charitable football camp when Cam was coaching his team. The kid, whose name is Joseph Owens, repeatedly kept saying to Cam that uh, he was a free agent about to be poor. But Cam responded, but I'm rich. Well, the young high schooler posted a written apology to Cam Newton after that and asked for forgiveness. He wrote, my parents never taught me to be disrespectful. As a football player, I let my competitive side get the best of me. So he, he made an apology. That ain't no you know. punk ass apology. <laughs> that was nice. It was written. I read it. it, was, yeah. I mean, it was oh, oh, it's more to it than that? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's the little abbreviated version. Because uh, that ain't no damn for apology. Radio. Radio no, he version. asked for forgiveness uh-huh. and he yeah. said he was sorry. He did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Steve, Steve, you don't get to come. Yeah. You don't get to come to the camp no more. Yeah. Oh no, I'm, I'm hard on. I'm hard on little because because I have yeah. I had him at my camp. Yeah. And man, yeah. sometimes man, I had to pull them boys to the side and go, Yo, man, listen to me. Yeah. We doing this to help you. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you have no fathers in the house. I don't want to yeah. hear all these old ass men. Dog, these grown-ass men, Yeah, mm-hmm. they where you trying to get to. Old is the gold, partner. Mm-hmm. Now, respect the fact that they done, these is volunteers. I don't pay these men. They in here, man, because they care about cats like you. Now, you in here talking stuff. They ain't listening to nobody. Dog, that's what's wrong. You don't listen. Mm-hmm. Dog, man, we spend <laughs> more time mm-hmm. just imploring young men just the, the just respect. Respect, mm-hmm. yeah. You said mm-hmm. you talked to Cam, didn't, didn't you, Steve? Oh, yeah, I talked to Cam today. I did, I mean, yesterday. yesterday. I did his uh-huh. show yesterday. Oh, okay. uh, He's got a show. He got a cigar lounge down in um, Atlanta. You know, you go and they got COVID protocol. You got to take a rapid test, sit in your car till it clears, then he let you in. And uh, I sat down, man, and I talked with him about a wide range of subjects. It's one of the best interviews I've ever done because he talked to me about stuff people don't normally talk to me about. He talked to me about how it is to be a father of children that's not your biological children. And, you know, how you deal with when you hear you ain't my daddy. So he's on the blended family type. Yeah, Yeah, man, we had that deep conversation. Then we talked about social media as a father and how people judge you and your parenting skills and all like that. We had had a Mm -hmm. rich conversation, man, and Mm -hmm. I was able to say some stuff that, you know, Nobody talked about, and uh, we we both shared the same view about social media, you know. And I I think what people don't understand is you got to be careful, man, when you're talking about somebody that somebody love. That that's a different thing because people not people not going to accept everything from you. You got to walk light because you're gonna yeah. say something about the wrong person. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, that's yeah, for like sure. AKA Cam Newton. Yeah. Now, now Cam also posted a positive message about being a, a professional athlete, and he went on to say, people want to see me arguing with another young man, but the truth is, I impact kids' lives in a positive way. Make no mistake about it. I allow kids to realize their way out by using their football talents to get them to the next level and out of the hood, and Cam Newton also posted that he wanted to talk to the kid's father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and see, and oh, and that's the other thing. Yeah. I was talking to him about it, mm-hmm. and and Cam said yesterday, he said, no, I wasn't 
talking to the little dude like where your daddy at. Yeah, he got some heat like, for, for saying that, right? No, but that ain't yeah. what he meant. He was just uh-huh. saying where your daddy, like, let me talk to a grown-up in this situation, you know, since you coming at me. Because I done said that <clears throat> a million times to young boys. Uh-huh. You know. Mentoring. When, uh, oh, when yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, I, I snap back to you human. You ain't my yeah. daddy. Okay. Wh- where he at, though? Uh, okay, Steve. No. That's a bad Okay, that's telling me I ain't your yeah. daddy. Yeah, I apologize. I'm glad yeah. I flew yeah. under my roof. Yeah. Where are my clothes? Where your daddy? Right. You got no problem? I might not be your daddy, but can you point out? Just, but yeah. that's why I believe the kids <laughs> act out like they do for that very reason, because the dad is not there. But anyway, uh, coming up next, the nephew is here with prank phone call. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, get a load of this, guys. I like big butts. I cannot lie. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we'll my get into of that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We'll get into that a little later. Right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Well, we're still in black history, so we're going to shed a little light on it. This right here is Johnson's Freedom Papers. Johnson's Freedom Papers. Let's go, cat. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Franklin Franklin Johnson, please. Uh, yeah, this is him. Franklin, uh, how you doing today? My name is uh, my name is Kyle Kyle Green. I'm with the uh, uh, immigration department of the state of uh, Tennessee. Uh, yeah, how can I help you? Uh, you were you were born and raised in Tennessee, am I correct? Yeah, born and raised in Tennessee. Okay, now uh, do you do you still live in in the Tennessee area now, or are you in a different state? I'm right in Memphis. Still here. All my family, all the Johnsons, he's still here living good. Okay. All right. So here's what's going on. Um, It's been brought to our attention here at the immigration that anyone in the state of Tennessee who has the last name of Johnson, um, and I don't even know how to break this to you or tell this to you, but it's, it's been brought to our attention here at the immigration that anyone in the state of Tennessee, last name Johnson, for some reason, and we're going to fix the problem, but for some reason they're saying no Johnsons are free. You know, like there's some clause or something and some paperwork or whatever, but what we need is we need all the Johnsons to come in by 6, to, by six o'clock today so we can try to take care of the problem. If not, if, if all Johnsons that are not reported in by 6 will have to get picked up. Uh, I know this is a joke. Like, we've we been – I know this is a joke, baby. I'm free. What are you talking about? Like, well, uh, you calling me talking about – you talking about the Johnsons ain't free. What are you, what are you talking about? Since you saw Bumpy Johnson got for and all of everybody's attacking Johnsons now? Uh, no, sorry. This is this is the real – this is I, – I know this is a, a crazy to get a phone call like this, but like I say, it's – it's, we got some paperwork here. Everybody's scrambling around trying to get to the bottom of this. But bottom line is we need all the Johnsons to come in because uh, right right now in the state of Tennessee, no person with the last name of Johnson is free right now. Hey, get the f*** out of here. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Are you black? Yeah, I'm black. But, but yeah, I, I'm black. Are, 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 are you free? Yeah, I'm free. 
So what are you talking about coming to me talking about since my last name Johnson, my family got to come down to immigration because we ain't free? Who the hell are you calling me talking about some crap like that, man? Okay, sir, the, the, the problem, we're going to fix the problem, but we need all Johnsons to come in. We're going to fix it. Who are you, the head, of, paper? you the head of the census or something? I, I'm, I'm sorry? Are you the head of the census? Oh, no, I'm not. Or something like that. Like, why are you calling me talking about Johnson? This, it, you are some Uncle Tom ass calling me talking about Johnson that we ain't free. And we got to come down and, and you, you threatening my family. I'm not threatening you. All right, like I said, my name is Kyle Green. I'm with immigration. I'm just trying to fix the problem. You know, so you I said it to me because your name is Green. So y'all came no. down to the Johnsons. Sir, I'm not saying I'm better than you because my last name is Green. I'm saying we yes, have a are, problem. Kyle. You are so saying that, Kyle. Mr. Green, my name is Johnson. We come from a long line of Johnsons. And don't let me have the bumpy Johnson on you because you saw how he was cutting my throat. Don't play with me. Okay, sir. Can we... Uh, I want to help you and I want to help all the Johnsons. Okay. You ain't helping nobody get... but yourself, Mr. Green. You Uncle Tom. I saw y'all lights in Django. The house smoke. Okay. I bet you on them light skinned green eyed Terrence Howard looking mo thank you. Those good heads. I'm black not, and ebony. Not... I got a wide nose and I'm proud to be black. And they gonna have your light skin ass for me talking about bring my, my family down there? You got some guy for nerve. It's all this tribalism amongst us. Sir, can I expect you to come down to immigration at six like, before six? Kyle sounds like a light skinned mother. Kyle Green. Oh. That sounds light skinned. Uh, sir, can I get you to come down to immigration by nah, six? No, you cannot have me come there. I'm going to come down there with my god whole, whole bunch of Johnsons and we're going to turn it up. Okay, so is, 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 is your wife's last name Johnson too? Don't worry about what my wife's last name is. Don't try to set her up. Okay, is your is your mother still living? Don't worry about my mama still living. You don't have to. I'm about to hang this guy on up. You question you you you've done crossed the line, you light skinned mother. Okay, okay, sir. All I know is that you know we got to. We were trying to get as many Johnsons as we could to come in. Tommy, Tommy is the one that told us to call you. Okay, Franklin, that's who told us to call you. Who? Tommy said you you probably want to call Franklin Johnson and get him on the line because he you know a lot of the other Johnsons and you can get them all to come in. That's what hey, Tommy no, no. said. What you think? I, you think I'm that motherfucker that's gonna round up all the Johnsons? That's how they came over from Africa. It was one black motherfucker that got, took them all of the boat, talk about they was going on vacation, and they came all the way over here. I'm not rounding them no god Johnson. And who the hell is Tommy? Tommy, man. Tommy said you would do it. Tommy said you would be cool with it. I don't know no god Tommy. He sound like him too. Okay, do you know do you know nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show? Do you know that mother? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you got my blood pressure. <laughs> hey man, oh man, hey Franklin. Yes. Hey Franklin, take this out, man. Your boy J Rob is the one that got me to prank phone call you, man. Oh, he ain't he ain't allowed over to the barbecues no more, man. Was he a whiskey? Was he was he was he drinking some of that whiskey when he called you, man? That mother I don't know what he was when I called him, bro. But 
He wanted me to make sure he's Frank Franklin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, you got to tell me this right here, Franklin. Give it to me, baby. Franklin Johnson. You got to tell me this. What is the baddest? And I mean the baddest radio show in the land. The Steve Harvey Show with Nephew Tommy. <laughs> Really, yes. Tommy? You went there right. on him. Oh. Hey, Tommy, but you know what, though? But Tommy, but Tommy, but Tommy, but Tommy, he had you shook up a little bit, though. Because yeah. he, he sounded yeah. like he had you off balance a little bit. Because he was serious with it. Yeah. Bumpy uh-huh. Johnson when he said Oh, okay. Johnson. Oh, you think I'm going to round up all the Johnsons? I ain't that blankety blank. <laughs> See, you light skin, ain't you? You, you probably one of them light-skinned Terrence Howard-looking-ass, yeah. boy. Green eyes. Boy. boy. With good hair. Boy. Boy, he was mad. He was hot. Kyle Green. Sound light-skinned. Hey, yeah. Hey, hey man, is your, is your wife last name, John? Don't worry about my wife. That's is right. your mother still? Whoa. See, man, you done crossed the line now. <laughs> Man. Yes, Tommy, sir. He was going to come Bowed down it. there and yeah, be he was. bowed it. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. We need all the Johnsons uh-huh. to come down so we can get these papers together. But y'all y'all not free it's yet. about that life. Hold up, man. <laughs> Is you black? Yeah. Oh, so you done got your Uncle Tom ass. Now you going to round up. Whoa. See, that's you that, that you was on Django. He, he was, <laughs> right, right, he right. Had yeah. all, he, yeah. all his reference was light skin. Terrence Howard, mm-hmm. Jane Go, mm-hmm. you a house in, you a Uncle Tom. He had Tommy, he was through Tied with you. Yeah, yes, he, he was. was. He was. He really Nephew, was. Nephew, happy Black History uh, Month. Yes. Black History, baby. Yes. <laughs> happy Black History to everybody. And all the Johnsons out there. Happy Black History. <laughs> all right, nephew, thank you. Coming up, strawberry letter subject. I like big butts and I cannot lie. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, in honor of Black History Month, we've teamed up with our friends at Gold Series from Pantene and Royal Oils by Head & Shoulders to help you discover your heritage. We've got your chance to win $1,000 cash plus hair care gift baskets from both Gold Series from Pantene and Royal Oils by Head & Shoulders and two African Ancestry test kits for the winner and their spouse or a friend. Enter and get rules at steveharveyfm.com Discover your heritage today. Get all the info at steveharveyfm.com. That's going to be fun. Yeah, we had ours done. It was fun. Yeah, surely Uh we did ours. (laughs) We did ours. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. So we're going to reveal our results. We're going to reveal. Yes, we are. Soon. Very soon. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and and simple and easy, and we'll tell you what to do. All right, uh, we're going to switch gears here because it's time now for my strawberry letter. Listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, I like big butts and I cannot lie. Dear Stephen Shirley, I believe my wife is tripping for no reason. The other day, we were in the grocery store going down the aisle and there were two women shopping together in front of us. They both had carts full of groceries, so 
As we passed them, I noticed all of the stuff in their baskets. We turned into the next aisle, and my wife pinched me and said she saw what I was staring at. I have to admit that I noticed the women's huge butts, but I zoomed in on all of the groceries that they had piled up. These women were the typical sisters you see now with small waists and big butts, which I see all day long in my line of work. In, in my defense, the women had on leggings that were thin and I could see all of the indentions in their butts. I love the naturalness of a lump or two. I am a 44-year-old man and I've seen it all. I like big butts and I cannot lie. It is my wife's insecurity that I can't deal with. She feels disrespected if I look at something in front of me. I didn't look back at the women or anything. The butts were in front of us. She has made it such a big deal and has been ranting about it for days. I told her that God gave me two eyes and I like to watch what's going on around me. It didn't matter if the women were fine as wine or mud, dirt, ugly. It's a manly instinct to look at booties. My wife has her own very, very nice booty, and I compliment her daily on her figure, uh, her hair, and her beauty, or her beauty. We've been married nine years, and her insecurity has gotten worse. I can't walk around with my head down when I'm with her, so I need your advice. How can I get her to stop this nonsense? Uh, you're the one with the nonsense, okay? Let's be clear. Uh, you've got to be kidding me right here. You, you have a wondering eye. You like to look at other chicks' butts, okay? Let's just call it what it is. When you're, when you're with your wife and you blame this on your wife's insecurities, no, keep your wife's insecurities out of this, okay? This has nothing to do with what you're doing. Uh, who do you think has made her insecure, okay, about stuff like this? I, I think I've heard it all now. I think I have. It's called disrespect, as you mentioned in your letter. It's not called insecurity. You're being disrespectful. She's not being insecure. Uh, the disrespect is definitely coming from you, husband. How dare it? I just can't believe you're blaming this on her. But I know why you're doing it. Um, I, I just think you're out of line. She has every right to call you out on your bad behavior. You're out of line here, sir. You talked about the women's little waist, you know, and their big behinds. You talked about the indentions in their butts yeah. and how you like a little lump or two. Uh, you're doing way too much. You're doing way too much. Uh, and, and to justify yourself, you flip it on your wife and call her insecure. Nope, mm -mm, we're not drinking the Kool-Aid on this one. This is all you. I say you better stop looking at these big butt women, especially when, you, when your wife is around. Come on now. Uh, you, you appreciate her beauty now while she's still with you, okay? Appreciate it every day like you do. Tell her every day, uh, you know, while she's still with your crazy behind. Uh, you never know. She might get wise and decide to leave you if you keep up this behavior because you can't stop looking at women's butts. Come on, stupid. Come on, Steve. <laughs> brother, brother, brother. My man, I, it's so much wrong in this letter. Yeah. And I just want you to hear me. First of all, Shirley's answer, spot on. Dead perfect, everything she said, on the money, on the dot. I really can't improve on it. The only thing I can do, though, is talk to you from a male perspective. Because maybe if I show you some things in yourself, you can see 
the reason why you writing this letter has a lot of air holes in it. Now, you say, I believe my wife is tripping for no reason. Right there. What do you mean you believe she's tripping for no reason? And then you got a page full of reasons why she tripping. Right. Damn, dog. What's wrong with you? Okay. Y'all in the grocery store going down the aisle. Two women shopping together in front of us. They both had carts full of groceries as we passed them. I noticed all the stuff in their baskets. Now, what basket you talking about? Grocery what groceries you talking about? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. See, uh-huh. Uh-huh. see all mm-hmm. that go both ways. You uh-huh. stupid, man. I can't yeah. believe you You open up. I noticed all the stuff in their basket. When we come back, I'm going to break this letter down, and maybe you'll see what Shirley saw in this letter. All right, Steve, we'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. I like big butts and I cannot lie <laughs> is the subject. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject. I like big butts. I cannot lie. Well, not much of a recap because I didn't get far. I just can't believe this guy said his opening line was, I believe my wife is tripping for no reason. And then... He gives me a page full of reasons why she tripping. So I don't even know why you wrote the letter, bruh. But Shirley's answer was 100% correct. So now I'm going to help you understand why Shirley gave you her response. Maybe if I help you out this way. Uh, uh, We're in the grocery store going down the aisle. There was two women shopping together in front of us. They both had carts full of groceries. So as we passed them, I noticed all the stuff in their baskets. First of all, once again, what basket you talking about? Hmm. And when you say stuff, you're referring to the groceries. What groceries you talking about? Because we know what basket mean and groceries mean mm-hmm. in the grocery store and in women's pants. We both know what that is. <laughs> then you say, we turned into the next aisle and my wife pinched me and said she saw what I was doing. I was staring at. I have to admit that I noticed the women's huge butts, but I zoomed in on all the groceries that they had piled up. Boy, boy. <laughs> so you're telling me as a man that you noticed they had huge butts, but you zoomed in on the groceries they had piled up. Right. And you stopped looking at the groceries that was in them pans. And that's what you want your wife to believe. Ain't nobody stupid, bro. Nobody, bruh, everybody have a basket full of groceries. Wouldn't that's intriguing to you? We got the cart to put stuff in the, that's what the grocery cart is for. How all of a sudden that's fascinating. <laughs> you got to be out your rabbit ass mind to even type this mess to me, man. Uh, these women were the typical sisters you see now with small waist and big butts, which I see all day long in my line of work. What line of work? You a gynecologist? What? Mm. What you do, dog? Where in your line of work, it forces you. You got to see all these small waist and big. What line of work? What you mailman? They come to the door. What? 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 In my defense, the women had on leggings that were thin, and I could see all the indentations in their butt. So that's how hard you was looking. 
You notice how thin they were. You notice indentations. And you trying to say that you was focused on the groceries piled up in the car. Boy, boy. I love the naturalness of a lump or two. Boy, you in this way too deep. I'm a 44-year-old man, and I've seen it all. I like big butts, and I cannot lie. It's my wife's insecurity that I can't deal with. What? Brother, where you get insecurity from when all you doing is talking about what you like? And then you get dumber as the letter go on. She feels disrespected <laughs> if if I look at something in front of me. Yeah, that's, it, that's what disrespect is. Yes. You're not supposed to do that in front of your girl. That's disrespectful. I got you looking at women. Doc, I've been girl watching my whole life. But you don't, you don't even know how to do it. Technique you don't turn it. You stupid. You ain't got technique. You're supposed to look in the direction they walking and yes, let sir. them walk into your eyesight. You don't <laughs> zoom in on it, follow. You stupid. Oh, look at those groceries. <laughs> you pick ten feet ahead of where they walking and look over there and let them walk in. Here. As soon as they walk in, you oh, look man. and you turn your head and do something else. Oh. Not your dumb ass, though. <laughs> I didn't look no, no, back no. at the women or anything. That's because you've been staring at them. The butts were in front of us. She has made such a big deal and been ranting about it for days. Because, dog, you want me to tell you why she's still ranting about it? I'm going to tell you at the end of this letter what's wrong with your whole thing. I told her that God gave me two eyes, and I like to watch what's going on around me. Okay. But what? That's your explanation? That's why she's still ranting around it, because you gave her no reason to calm down. You don't even know how to squash an argument. You're stupid. (laughs) It didn't matter if the women were fine as wine or mud, dirt, ugly. It's a manly instinct to look at booties. Boy, you stupid. You stupid. My wife has her own very, very nice booty, and I compliment her daily on her figure, her hair, or her beauty. We've been married nine years, and her insecurity has gotten worse. Her insecurity's (laughs) gotten worse because your looking at women has gotten worse. Mm -hmm. I can't walk around with my head down when I'm with her, so I need your advice. How can I get her to stop this nonsense? First of all, it's not her who needs to stop the nonsense. It's her eye-wandering, booty-staring, women-gawking-ass husband. Mm-hmm. You out of line, dog. You stupid, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Don't be sorry. You, got, no, you need to apologize, yeah. fix it, make her feel special, and calm her insecurity. Or else, brother, you're going to lose the best thing ever happened That's to you. Right. That's right. And you're going to end right, up with Steve. one of them stupid-ass big booties. <laughs> Thank you. Coming up, uh, uh, listen, post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Coming up, Sports Talk with Junior right after this. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, get ready. Junior is here with Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? Well, he didn't win the Super Bowl, but we still have to say congratulations to Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. On Saturday, his fiancée, Brittany, gave birth to the couple's first child, a little girl. Sterling Sky Mahomes is her name. So congratulations, Patrick Mahomes, man. You gonna feel yeah. that picture that made you feel better than winning the Super Bowl, man. Congrats your father now, oh, man. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and also, this was big too over the weekend, man. In other sports news, we have to say congratulations again 
to Naomi Osaka on winning the Australian yeah. Open. It is her fourth Grand Slam title. Wow. So coming, girl, boy. you did that. <laughs> Black History Month again. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> Showing out. And a, a reporter asked her if she was the new face of tennis. And she looked at him and said, no, not at all. So basically what she was saying is that until Serena retires, Serena Williams is the face of tennis. That is a true statement. <laughs> yeah. I like yeah. how she checked him, though. Uh -huh. She just yeah. looked dead at him. You know, yeah. she don't, she's, you know, just looking at him, face ain't even moved. No. Right. Hey, I'm man, not the face of what's, tennis. What's the report on where J.J. Watt wants to go? <laughs> Every day. Uh, you know what, Unc? I had read that, too, and it hurt. What's so, going on with Cleveland? Yeah. Uh, well, Tommy, don't oh, bring up Cleveland. Hold on. No, no. Oh, what's happening with Cleveland? J.J. Watt. Wants to play for the Cleveland Browns. You That's what. You would ask. You ain't heard that. Heard. No, you ain't got yeah. to hear it. It's called reading. Reading is up, fundamental. It, you yeah. can, it's, it's a story, yes. He yeah, he ain't done no him. verbal interview. He done gave interviews. He yeah. wants to go to Cleveland. If y'all lose J.J. Watts to Cleveland. <laughs> I can't come to work no more. My mouth. <laughs> hey, man, y'all going to have to. Y'all going to want to ask that girl, do she have any uh, Gorilla Glue left? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> to glue you your mouth to, shut? Yeah, you glue everything? Yeah, you going to want to. Yeah, Doug, I read that story time, man. It hurt, man. He actually going to leave us and go to Cleveland, man. That is, because you know what's going to happen. We talked about that yesterday, uh, too, Tom. I tell you, man, we can't win. And then they talk about trading Deshaun Watson to Miami, dude. This is not going out. Hell we, yeah. He got to. He don't want to stay there. Pop ain't there. <laughs> no. Westbrook done left. Harden done left. The damn baseball team cheat. What the hell going on in Houston? <laughs> Everybody leaving. Uh, that's what's happening. Scarface to quit writing songs about it. <laughs> he going all in. He going in everybody in Houston. Bush, Bushwhack now quit talking about the Fifth Ward. Oh, yeah. hell uh, Rest no. in peace, Bushwick. We ain't got nobody, man. Yeah, Bushwick, right. rest in peace. Man. Yeah, thank you, Junior. Thank, thank the Lord. Coming up at the top of the hour, a special edition of Carla's Reality Update. We're going to talk about those Atlanta housewives right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Tommy. Special edition. Introduce our girl. Ladies and gentlemen, she is here with a special edition. It is Carla Farrow with what? Reality Update. All right, nephew, we had to do this special report. All right, here we go. Real Housewives of Atlanta. Child, child, child. This episode this past Sunday night. I mean, huh. Cynthia Bailey's bachelorette party was too much. And I'm talking T-E-W, too what? much for me. What? Uh, she had a bachelorette party. Ain't she married? Cynthia, yeah, this is before she got it. married. So this oh, is on the show. Okay. This is on the show. Okay. So all Kenya wants to know is who has sex with the stripper. That is what she wants to know. She on some Inspector Gadget mess, taking a line from one of your prank calls, Tommy. She is trying to figure <laughs> it out who slept with the stripper. So now, according to Candy, Candy uh -huh. says what happens in the dungeon stays <laughs> in the dungeon. So yeah, like Kenya needs to stop running her mouth. You know, it's kind of like a girl code. Like, what, uh -huh. what you trying to do? But when first of all, get a damn code. Mm. 
Ben had a we coat. Got coat. We got girlfriends. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know who slept okay. with the stripper. Yeah, especially at bachelorette parties. You can't what be running Steve? your house. I, I, yeah. I don't even know why the hell she bought the stripper up. Who, Kenya? Yeah, why she even say it was a stripper? I know, I know. All right, or was the stripper like, on TV? Yes, the stripper was on TV. Oh, for well, sure. really? Yeah. Okay, well, oh, yeah, yeah. So, I who you think slept with me? Carla? Huh? Who you think slept with the stripper? Who you think slept with the stripper? Um, it's narrowed down to perhaps... Portia, <laughs> perhaps that's what everyone is. I don't know. It kind of leads you to believe that. So first of all, Candy was the mistress in charge. Yes. Mm. So then Candy hired a stripper. His name was Bolo, and child, he Bolo. was there. Bolo, <laughs> like the like like the bologna sandwich <laughs> out of Dallas Fort Worth. I've been stopped since. <laughs> Boy, I had one of the best sandwiches in my life over there one time. Anyway, he was there. He did uh-huh. his thing. He entertained the women. The ladies made it rain. And so the ladies wanted the camera crew to leave. Oh, they asked them oh, to leave. Go. So they leave. They cover up all the cameras except for one outside on the porch. Next oh. thing I know, you kind of kind of see Portia and another girl a friend of the housewives, her name is Latoya. You see them kind of grinding and hugging and kissing on each other. You're like, what, what is going what? on? It was really, really going down. So it was all night long. They were partying. Oh, Portia right asked the stripper if he wanted to come and party with them. So Kenya says that in the middle of the night or early in the morning, she heard moans and groans going on, and she wants to know what was happening. She says that she recognized one of the voices as being Portia, and she doesn't know who the other voice is. Now, now, the other lady on the show, Tanya, she Uh is a friend of the show. They say that after taping this particular episode, a few episodes later, she has left the show. Yeah, she can't even go home no more. (laughs) She's She's been in a relationship a long time. Yeah, Yeah, she's been engaged for a very, very long time. It's going to be even longer now. It was too much. It was just too much. Once you stop them cameras, you're doing something, partner. Yes, yes. You're doing something. That camera out on the porch. Kenya was doing the most too, though. She was Cynthia was in a sex swing at one point before huh? Candy had one of her sex swing props. It was a yeah, lot. Yeah, see, that's too much. Yeah, I can't do X-rated. the swing. Don't don't swing through. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's, what that's gonna hurt. Say? Don't swing through. That's gonna hurt. <laughs> Don't swing. You swing it back. You swing it back too fast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Carla. We gotta go. Listen, we'll have more. Raise the swing up. Raise the swing up. Twenty minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Moet Hennessy is acquiring 57% stake in Jay-Z's Ace of Spades champagne brand. This is all in an effort to expand its distribution and it's, you know, to up its cool factor. Let's put it that way. Jay-Z says this new partnership has felt familiar the entire time. And Jay-Z was on CNBC. He talked about the trend setting that uh, made Cristal 
that hip-hop lifestyle champagne back in the day. So congratulations to uh, Jay-Z. Wow. Did they say how much he sold it for? They didn't say. No. They they didn't say at the time. When they don't say it's big, huh? Yeah, man. 57. (laughs) And then you got to look at the percentage. It's 50%. I'm sorry, Shirley. I mistyped that. It is 50%. Okay. 50? Yes. Yes. Oh, so he's still getting paid. Yeah. Oh. So they, they have half of it. It's 50%, Steve. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. 50%. They very rarely on... do deals like that. They usually CNBC. do 51 CNBC. or something. Uh-huh. Oh. Well, he was on CNBC yesterday talking about it, Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. He's so a bad good. boy, Jesus. Yeah. Boy yeah. Money His wife moves. got some. Sure wish I could give me a lick. I don't even drink, though. I don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> well, what would it be? What would it be, Brian? Be brown? Even, well, be right brown. now, if I keep go, getting older, it's going to be prune juice. <laughs> All right, look, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. A Pennsylvania high school football player was seen on video trash-talking Cam Newton, and now he's apologized to Cam after the video went viral. It happened at a charitable football camp when Cam was coaching his team. The kid, whose name is Joseph Owens, repeatedly kept saying to Cam that uh, he was a free agent about to be poor. But Cam responded, but I'm rich. Well, the young high schooler posted a written apology to Cam Newton after that and asked for forgiveness. He wrote, my parents never taught me to be disrespectful. As a football player, I let my competitive side get the best of me. So he, he made an apology. That ain't no punk-ass apology. <laughs> it was nice. It was written. I read it. it, was, yeah. I mean, it was oh, oh, it's more to it than that? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's the little abbreviated version. Because uh-huh. that, that ain't no damn for apology. Radio. The radio you know, he version. asked for forgiveness uh-huh. and he yeah. said he was sorry. He did. Yeah. Okay. Steve, you don't get to come yeah. to the camp no more. Yeah. Oh no, I'm, I'm hard on. I'm hard on little because because yeah. I have I had them at my camp. Yeah. And man, yeah. sometimes man, I had to pull them boys to the side and go, Yo, man, listen to me. Yeah. We doing this to help you. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you have no fathers in the house. I don't want to yeah. hear all these old ass men. Dog, these grown ass men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They where you trying to get to. Old is the gold, partner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now respect the fact that they done, these is volunteers. I don't pay these men. They in here, man, because they care about cats like you. Now you in here talking stuff. They ain't listening to nobody. Dog, that's what's wrong. You don't listen. Mm-hmm. Dog, man, we spend <laughs> more time mm-hmm. just employing young men, just the, the just respect. You said and you talked it, to Cam, didn't, didn't you, Steve? Oh, yeah, I talked to Cam today. I did, I mean, yesterday. yesterday. I did his uh-huh. show yesterday. Oh, okay. uh, He's got a show. He got a cigar lounge down in um, Atlanta. You know, you go in, they got COVID protocol. You got to take a rapid test, sit in your car till it clears, then he let you in. And uh, I sat down, man, and I talked with him about a wide range of subjects. It's one of the best interviews I've ever done because he talked to me about stuff people don't normally talk to me about. He talked to me about how it is to be a father of children that's not your biological children. And, you know, how you deal with when you hear you ain't my daddy. Yeah, Yeah, man, we had that deep conversation. Then we talked about social media as a father and how people 
judge you and your parenting skills and all like that. We had, we had a mm-hmm. rich conversation, man, and I was able to say some stuff that, you know, nobody talked about. And uh, we, we both shared the same view about social media, you know. And I, I think what people don't understand is you got to be careful, man, when you're talking about somebody that somebody loves. That, that's a different thing because people not people not going to accept everything from you. You got to walk light because you're going to yeah. say something about the wrong person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, for like sure. A.K.A. Cam Newton. Coming up, it is our last break of the day. And Steve Harvey will have some closing remarks coming up at 49 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, guys. Our last break of the day. Good day this Tuesday. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Have fun today. Hey, do y'all know where to get them sex swings that uh, Candy be selling? From Candy's website. Candy yeah. Coded Nights. Uh-huh. And let me tell you something. Don't introduce that into your marriage, sir. Why, why, why you say that? Because the, first the, the line of questionings that come with the new swing set. Mm. Uh-huh. Where, you get where that? did you get that from? What's this for? Oh, so you've been watching Candy. Oh, so you want Candy now. Mm. See, it, it, it's going to turn on you, dog. I'm just warning. You can get it, but you need to be, You need to do it jointly together because you just show up with the swing. Oh, you don't... <laughs> Hey, 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 she walk in the bedroom. You up on the ladder, hammering it in the ceiling. (laughs) 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 Tommy, what is you up there doing? Putting in a swing. Give me two more of them nuts. (laughs) 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 What kind of swing? It's a sex swing. (laughs) 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 Where did you get it from? From candy. <laughs> what you shaking the ladder for, baby? Oh. Candy oh. on the housewives. <laughs> Atlanta. <laughs> Boy, Tommy, this ain't going to be a good car. I'm telling you, man, it's going to backfire, Tommy. And then you're going to ask her to get in it? Dog. No, no, no. Hold up, hold up. No, Please. no. Get in it like this. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> You know how demonstration. Wait, <laughs> wait a minute. What you mean? Get in it like oh, this? Oh, listen to your uncle. Now you're supposed Candy. to put your leg so they. Candy, Candy has a video how? that shows you how to get in it. That's all oh, not okay. the demonstration video. Yeah, oh, tutorial. Okay. Oh, oh tutorial. <laughs> no, no. I tell you what. Go on, get it. Steve, what Set you it saying? Up. He- it was just Matter of fact, when, when she away from the house, put it up while she ain't home. Let her walk in and see. <laughs> Don't listen yes. to your uncle. Do not listen to your uncle right I now. I done told him not to get this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. He gonna get it. But he's not listening. He's gonna get it. You Fellas, you cannot bring new sex ideas to your house. And you've been married for a while. The line of questioning is gonna be too great. Where did you get this from? Oh, wait a minute. Oh, so what what you been getting, you don't like it? Mm -hmm. That's the one right there. We're just sprucing it up a little bit. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh So so when what I got needs sprucing? Yeah, yeah. It ain't been needing sprucing. Hello. Mm -hmm. It wasn't spruce when we was making these babies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, Mm -hmm. you brought up another point. Oh, God. No. 
Uh, and what you gonna tell the babies when they walk in the bed? Yeah, when they see it in the room. Uh-huh. And- <laughs> Me and mom was exercising. <laughs> then the baby get on it. The ba- <laughs> get down yeah, off of there. Did you wipe that off? <laughs> get down off of there. Catch me, mommy. Catch me, daddy. Mm-hmm. Push me. Swing me. Mama, I can't hold on to this. Get down. Boy, if you don't get your ass off of there. I want one of these in And my come room. in here and wash your hands. Immediately. Boy. He goes up to the school, tells all his little friends and the teacher, guess what my mommy and daddy have in their room. Let me show you. I got a video. Show and tell. Get your face off them straps. Get your damn face. Tommy, this boy put the straps on around his mouth. Oh, Lord. Uh, nah, yeah, Tom. that okay. might not work, Tommy. Might not work. <laughs> we'll just go out and swing on the boy swing he got outside. We just- That's right. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Boy. Well, at least she's familiar with that one. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, nothing new, buddy. Nothing new. Okay. Uh-huh. Mm, so is that your giveaway. message for today, Steve? That's damn near my clothes and remarks. I ain't nothing new <laughs> in your new. house. I ain't been in there. You've been married for a while. Oh, brother, it ain't even worth it. Uh, oh, man. Hey, but you know what? I want to uh, encourage people to do one thing uh, in 2021. Get committed to the plan, y'all. Get committed to the plan. Stick to it. Don't give up so easily. Don't already resolutions is gone by the wayside. Dust them off. Start again. You don't have to wait to New Year's Eve to make a resolution. You can make a commitment today. If you made a resolution to do something and then you stop, like you stop working out or you stop eating right or something, go back. Just start over. Success comes from failure. I don't know any successful person who hasn't failed miserably. Do you understand that Benjamin Franklin had over 1,000 failed inventions, but 1,001 was light. You know the one they talk about? Light. Reggie Jackson has more strikeouts than anyone in the history of baseball. They don't talk about nothing. They one of them strikeouts. They talking about how many times Mr. October knocked it over the wall in the World Series. Mm. Don't give up. Keep trying. Get committed to the dream. Y'all have a great day. Talk to God. He'd love to hear from you. I'm telling you he would. He don't even care that you ain't talked to him in a while. He'd love to hear from you. He's very forgiving. Talk to God today, man. Have a great one, y'all. Get your plans back out. Let's go. 2021 going to be your year. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 